For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We are now live, the post-AEW Revolution pay-per-view show on Wrestling Inc. We see your comments in the chat. We are ready to rake them over the coals just like you are. Uh, but before we do, I am joined by my esteemed panel, the hardest working man in podcasting and returning to bodybuilding. His name is Matt Morgan. How's it going, Matt? What's up, you guys? And the owner of Wrestling Inc., Raj Geary, who's lit on Twitter tonight. How's it going, Raj? What's going on, guys? Well, we had an AEW revolution. We had a major uh, signing reveal. It turned out to be Christian. Also, out all ego Ethan Page and um, also the ending. So before we really go through this pay-per-view, I want to get your guys' thoughts on the ending, starting with you, Matt Morgan. That was the biggest fart in church I've ever seen in a pay-per-view. Uh, the, way, the way it ended, the way all the suspense was building, you would have thought that arena was going to blow up, right? And then that? Like, seriously, that wasn't even somebody's entrance pyro. I'm dead serious. That was weaker than entrance pyro. So whoever's job, I don't want somebody to lose their job, obviously, but that was a major fuck-up that really took all the air out of that match. Those guys gave themselves, they put themselves out there. They killed themselves for that match. And for it to end that way, are you shitting me? You must have, I don't care how much, Tony Khan is rich. So they could have paid, um, what is it, 20000 whatever the hell it probably costs to run that pyro check. I don't care how many times you need to do it. You guys are the newer company. You're trying to push the envelope. I had this kind of match. You cannot afford for this to happen. You can't. And I'm your biggest fan. I hate saying this, but I'm mad you now put me in this position because I hate shitting on this company. But I'm sorry. I'm taking a big, fat, steaming pile of bleep on it because that's what that ending was that was terrible and then they have those two have to sell that oh my god shitting me that was that was like a shock master ending like oh no it was everything that could go wrong went wrong it was we cannot understate that enough because i said to you guys before the show if this was wwe i would have backed the bus over it forward it reversed it five times we've got to be honest this was horrid it, I mean, it just it just left that that uh, that shit taste in your mouth afterwards because it was so bad. I mean, that was just a god awful uh, ending. I want to read Moxley's lips. I want to know what his reaction was to that. He must be going ballistic backstage. Oh my god, Eddie Kingston was the worst because at least Moxley can say he was in the match. So exactly, but That's Eddie Kingston was going off with you know sparklers going off on the sides. Like all of a sudden he's knocked out. Those were sparklers dude, with a couple of booms. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was unfortunate. I, I was surprised Eddie, with all the stuff that he's been through, uh, didn't call a, a, an audible and be like, that's not knocking me out. Yeah, but then all of a sudden he's out. Yeah. I don't know what you would do with that because their storyline. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done in that, actually. I might have had to have done the same shit. I've done that before. Selling drop kicks that didn't hit me and taking the bumps and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think he should just went over him and covered him and just been like trying to get him up. I don't know anything other than what they did, but 
Uh, yeah, huge damage was, to uh, Eddie Kingston. Very big damage, especially because Kenny Omega walked out of there given all the damage he took. And Eddie, as a fresh man, had to sell this like it was the apocalypse. <laughs> right, to, yeah. to be fair, though, they had to, he, he wasn't watching, right? His head was down and he had to hear the little bangs go sure, off, right? Right. So he's assuming, I'm sure, that everything went off without a hitch. Yeah. I, I, that was bad. But, um, Terrible. Over, yeah, I mean, overall, the rest of the show I thought was, you know, pretty entertaining. I thought it was uh, AEW's weakest effort so far. I, really? I, I, thought, yeah. hey, I liked it. I liked. I loved the stand guard. I loved that that street fight. That street fight was that street fight was awesome. awesome. Yeah, they need awesome. to steal from this. If you saw that part in the street fight when they were showing towards the end when Sting and uh, what's his name are in the ring together, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks for yeah. the finish of the match. Okay. Um, they show Sting like throwing a clothesline. Ricky Starks ducking. The camera angles they showed on that action of Starks hitting the ropes there, there's something there that wrestling needs to steal from Yeah, for all of their matches. I'm dead serious. Hey, look, this this thing was cool. I like the whole thing. That was cool. I, I had even tweeted, like, if they did this with Sting and The Undertaker, that could have been awesome. They, yeah. There's yep. such a missed opportunity there. Yeah. Um, what was so devastating to me about the pay-per-view was how much I did love it, how much it was like a movie that you're watching that you're really getting into, and the ending of the movie is so bad that it ruins the entire movie. Like, this was yeah. Tower of yeah. Doom, wrestle crap, bad. Like, to me, this is the worst ending since Seth Rollins and The Fiend. Uh, I really thought oh. it was that bad in terms of just I how terrible I, I thought this was and how much it ruined the entire show. This is going to be the legacy of the show, as great yeah. of a show as it was. You don't think this was worse than that? I do. It might be. You could argue. There's an argument to be made. I don't think so, but... The Hell in a Cell was really bad. (laughs) This was a blunder not on on the wrestler's fault. You know what I mean? This this was somebody being paid a lot of money. I I don't get this, how this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, Midnight Toker with the $5 Super Chat. Thank you, Midnight Toker, saying the ending was poop. I think we can all agree. (laughs) (laughs) Jax Callum saying, oh, that's a cool snake he's got in his... uh, his hey. uh, profile photo, but he says, "Dude, the crap pyro was all Omega. He designed the match. It'll play off, and Kingston is now part of the story." Um, but what we saw was crap. You know that was really bad with what was executed. But is he, yes. is he insinuate? Is he insinuating like Kenny Omega wired bad pyro, and we're supposed to believe that shit? Uh, I don't understand what he's saying. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jax, you yes. can follow up, and you know, obviously, if if it's not a super chat, we, we might put it back on the screen. But read this one, Kranasha didn't know Gilbert's pyro was so devastating. That's what that looked like. <laughs> I've been monitoring uh, Twitter. Gilbert is not trending yet, but I do expect him to be trending before the end of the hour. I'll let you guys know if that happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ryan W. saying, Kenny builds exploding rings like he books women's wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay. Okay, time out, time out. You're all giving them an out here. Kenny Omega is not building pyro matches, guys. It's a work. You really think Kenny Omega is out there like hammering shit and putting together the pyrotechnics? For the- Come on. Come on. No, they paid a company to do this and they fucked up. And shame on them for not doing five checks on this. I did hear this. Uh, the idea was his. Like this was Omega's okay. idea. I know who I would have called the best pyro guy in the world. Keith Heslin is who I would have called to do this. He did Goldberg's entrance. He did all WCW's dope uh, pyro techniques. He did my entrance with Impact. He did Abyss. He had the best pyro in the world. You hire the best pyro guy in the world, especially if your pay-per-view is ending like that. That was terrible. 
Demon Diva saying it was a good run. Shockmaster kind of <laughs> overtaken. Yes. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Lopez, a lot of Shockmaster. Go. I, I wonder if this yes. is a trend. This is borderline they're... Shockmaster territory. I just saw a clip. They had Mac uh, Mox get up and say Omega can't build an exploding ring worth a shit after the show. Smart. I would say the same thing. But guys, one more time. It's a work. Kenny Omega is not really in the garage on the ones and twos creating pyro and mortars. But if he was involved with helping them design it and, you know, working with the guys, I don't know. The pyro did not go off. That's what happened tonight, guys. The big parts of the pyro did not go off. Yeah. I'll be interested to, to hear a follow up on that. If that was so a how you know, you know, how you know, it had to have been a botch. there's away. no way it was a box. Yeah. No question. Yeah, there's no way he's getting knocked out after sparklers going off in the corner. Um, Matthew Burledge saying they needed to call an audible and pretend that it was all a sick joke by Kenny. Have Eddie come back to life and look scared. Bad, but not this bad. It was bad. Guys, don't be making excuses for him, guys. We've got to be honest here. (laughs) Best in the smoker's world. I watched this for free and still want my money back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Adam D, can we take a minute to thank Matt Hardy for popularizing the cinematic matches to the point where they are now always on the table? Sure. I mean, yeah, if yeah. you want to give somebody credit, yeah, I would. I'm yeah. definitely going to give Matt Hardy credit for the modern day cinematic match like that because some have been bad, but I think most of them have been pretty good. I mean, they did do it back in the day. You had uh, Roddy Piper and Goldust, sure, you yeah. know, with the backlot brawl, and Mankind in the and Undertaker and the yeah, uh, you know. And like I said, the modern day more like the way they right. do it now with the right music with the music, and the way it's cut and how it kind of looks like a movie. Yeah, that was cool. I, I yeah. thought that was actually that was my favorite thing on the show. Uh, Raj, please donate to this to whatever Matt sees fit for Longwood. How wow. does WWE let Christian get out of? The out of nowhere rumble rub and go elsewhere, especially with a major edge program. Good for Jay, but what the f? That's basically a pay per view refund. So congratulations to that. I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, Matt, I think Matt got uh, too emotional about that uh, donation, so now he's. Not, he's <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt should be back here in a second. Uh, Justin Lopez saying Eddie was face down, and they got the announced team using the fumes as an excuse. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> the fumes i missed I mean, that <laughs> that's a good effort i mean they said that i guess they did i did not remember them saying that but oh my goodness <laughs> uh, a couple more real quick and then we'll move on um gentlemen big fan of the podcast for the last 18 months based in the uk thanks to you you yourself raj scoops glenn matt alfred and isa for your work Thank you for You're welcome for checking in. We, yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, Gavin, I'm sorry. If, 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 there's a ton of chats, so if you can resend it, don't you don't have to do a super chat. Just resend your chat, and we will get it up here. Very true. I, yeah, Lucha Underground might have been the beginning. I don't know what came first between that and um, and Hardy, but. Um, Okay, let's get started with this AEW Revolution pay-per-view. We had our first match, Chris Jericho and MJF against the Young Bucks. We get Dana Massey uh, ringside at the beginning, but that doesn't play into the match or finish. Uh, It's a really good match. Young Bucks, of course, tackle Jericho and um, MJF immediately as they brawl. 
Uh, there's a stereo sharpshooter. Uh, then Jericho and MJF start working them over. They have like a delay vertical suplex with the middle finger. That was kind of cute. Uh, Jericho at one point hits a Judas effect accidentally on Wardlow, leading to a BTE trigger for the near fall and the Meltzer driver by the Young Bucks. So uh, the Young Bucks defeat Chris Jericho and MJF in the opening match of AEW Revolution. How would you guys like this? Yeah, this is a good match. Team that needed to win won. Um, I'm excited what goes on later on in this pay-per-view with who wins that uh, um, uh, Battle Royal tag match, um, which is going to be a really good matchup coming up down the road for the Bucks. But uh, this was okay. I, I'm, I just want him to turn on Jericho already. Let's just go. Yeah, that looks like that's going to happen. I mean, we're going to get into it, but there was a backstage segment. I'll just give it away now. Um, Jericho and MJF are backstage, and MJF basically says uh, that the inner circle needs a change. And Jericho thinks he's on his side. They're going to have an inner circle summit, I think it was promoted as this Wednesday. So we're probably going to get that turn coming up Wednesday. That's definitely inner city, inner circle war council is what it's called this Wednesday on Dynamite. I would have liked to have seen him win this match just to kind of continue it. I I feel like they could have done a lot of stuff between MJF and Jericho as tag team champions. They are the most entertaining uh, aspect to me on, uh, on AEW TV right now. So I would like to have seen that happen, but you know, we'll see where they go. Yeah. Then we get into an AEW casino tag team battle Royal. Uh, it was a tale of two matches for me. I thought it was pretty slow and standard in the first half. And then the second Ray Phoenix hit the ring, it became one of the, my favorite matches on this show. Uh, they did some business. QT Marshall eliminated the gun club, who's part of the Nightmare family. So Dustin Rhodes didn't like that. Then QT Marshall eliminated himself and just walked out on Dustin Rhodes. So it looks like we got a heel turn there. A Jungle Boy came in, was one of the biggest stars of this match. People love his theme music. They're really behind him for the most of this match. Uh, we get Jack Evans interfering and pulling 10 off the apron for the elimination. So I guess he's still working mm-hmm. with Matt Hardy. Um, and then uh, Ray, Mis- Ray Phoenix is dressed like Ray Mysterio alongside Pac. So they make it very deep uh, at one point Kazarian did get eliminated it looked like he hurt his shoulder so we're gonna have to check on that it did not look like a pretty elimination right um we eventually get to the jungle boy against the death triangle so it's just jungle boy against Pac and ray phoenix uh jungle boy eliminates Pac. Uh, he then jungle boy and ray phoenix are together and ray phoenix goes through the middle ropes to hit jungle boy and there's a little bit of a controversy as to whether or not he went over the top but jungle uh, ray phoenix goes like that to indicate that he went through the middle of the ropes and then ray phoenix eventually eliminated jungle boy ray phoenix and Pac are your new number one contenders for the aw tag team championship i love this match especially when ray phoenix came in and jungle boy came off is a huge star as well everything you just said is true i'm looking forward to this matchup uh uh down uh was is it this wednesday uh i don't think it's this wednesday i don't think they announced it for this they didn't announce when it is yeah but whenever they work this is gonna be a great matchup great great matchup i mean ray phoenix and 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 pack you can't go wrong with those guys and i mean them against the young bucks that's gonna be that's gonna be nuts you know as far as in in ring goes so yeah yeah it was, it, was, it was a really cool match. Yep. Um, real quick, Chris Pantaleo uh, saying, Kenny's the cleaner, Matt, not the builder. <laughs> Did you call him the builder? <laughs> no. Kind of dressed like Rob the builder tonight. I, I, I told every fan here, stop being marks and really thinking Kenny Omega's out there building up high row ring. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Adorjan saying, the crowd <laughs> fell very flat tonight. There was a lot of moments. There was a lot of dead air. I honestly... Thought Dynamite was better this week. I actually did think this felt like an episode of Dynamite until that to cinematic be match. Fair, guys, this is a four-hour and change match. This was a four-hour night. I mean, mm-hmm. that, and then you threw in a, a theatrical, whatever the hell you call it, match that wasn't there live. They had to watch it on the screen. 
I mean, what do you expect to happen? Yeah, That's a I long complete, ass night. I disagree with this completely. I think the crowd was a star of this show. I think, you know, this match was insane and I expected the next match to die and it didn't. And I think the crowd helped elevate that next match. I don't think there was a moment where I thought this crowd was dead. Uh, I thought there were parts where the show felt like it was uh, early on, ironically. I forget what part of the night yeah, it was. Yeah. They were like chanting for something yeah. that had nothing to do with the match. I forget which match it was. I thought during this match, this, during this tag match, until the, the later stages. Yeah. Um, Brian Barry saying, I would have loved to have seen Christian versus Jay. Talking about Jay White? Jay Uso, maybe? Oh, Jay, maybe. That, so I did hear that was actually. So I tweeted out that uh, it, to me it appeared like the plan was Christian and Edge versus Roman and Jay Uso. And I have since learned that that was actually the original plan on the cards for, for Fastlane until Christian. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then a couple. Oh, geez. Wow. We got a couple of uh, big super chats here. Uh, sorry. One second. Don't get to them. <laughs> uh, you just got to it. No, here we go. 1999 with Ralph A saying, always fun post shows. Thank you for entertainment. I think I'm in the minority, but felt the show was very underwhelming overall. Also really needed to stop the 45, 47 false finishes in every single match. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. They yeah. overdo the one, two. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Get do. the fuck out of here with that. You never want to match with that move. You know what? Well, you shouldn't be so surprised. Uh, Jax Collins saying snake wife got me for Valentine's day. Anyways, Phoenix is just gold all day. Thank you. Thank you. As it always, really is. And, uh, okay. All right. There we go. I'll cut up. I'll cut up. So the next segment we see Paul white in a quick interview segment. And he says he has a hint for who's debuting tonight. He says he doesn't think anybody can outwork him. That's a new moniker that we're going with, uh, for Christian, I guess. So then we get to Shida versus Rio Mizunami. Uh, the fans, I thought, again, were very good in this match, just uh, in terms of just chanting Holy Shida throughout. Uh, they really started getting into this as they really got stiff. I thought this match was incredible from the standpoint of it was like a strong style type match. I mean, they were stiff yeah. as hell with each other, just throwing each other all over the ring. Uh, Shida kicked out of a pretty stiff spear and flying leg drop, and then Rio kicked out of a falcon arrow, a couple of them. Uh, then we get a poke in the eye by Sheeta and like a knee roll up. So it looked like she was acting like a heel, but this is reversed. Uh, the finish came with Sheeta one with a knee strike and a stacked pinfall. I liked the match. I thought it went a little too long. There were a couple of false finishes to that point earlier in this match that I think were not necessary, but I really did enjoy this match. You guys have heard me rave about this uh, women's tournament throughout the weekend, uh, throughout this tournament, and I thought this was a good ending. I disagree, dude. I, I thought that was the drizzling shits in the beginning of this match where she has the world, your AEW Women's World Heavyweight Champion in the corner. It's still in the very dead beginning of the match. There's nothing that's happened to her offensively. Hasn't even eaten a body slam. But yet she's supposed to sit in the corner and just take there and take these little wussy chops because that's what they were. There were these tiny little wimpy chops that are annoying more than anything else. And she had to sit there and sell them. While this girl's doing all these funk, whatever the hell she was doing, pantomiming and doing all these stupid moves. I, di I didn't get strong style out of that. I got, honestly, it gave me flashbacks of being in hustle. Folks, you want to see some funny shit starring your boy here? Go watch Matt Morgan and Mark Jindrak on hustle as Sodom and Gomorrah chasing Frisbees around the arena as dogs. Sodom? <laughs> Who played Sodom? Um, uh, uh, Jindrak was. Um, <laughs> but... 
I'm dead serious. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of that hustle hustle crap where where it is too much too much entertainment and what I thought I was going to be getting strong style. That was not strong style with those wimpy little chops in the corner in the beginning of the match. They lost me from that moment yeah, on. It, looked, it almost like looked very, it looked like sexual assault almost uh, with, with the way he was. It was this. <laughs> it was this. No, like, it was. I, wouldn't sell, I wouldn't sell that. You're right. That that and that's like one of her key moves. There's a lot of showmanship between those chops. And yeah, from if judging by that move, that was not particularly strong style. Maybe it was ill-fitting in this match because of all the crazy shit they did in terms of how hard they hit each other. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those kind of sports entertainment things that's going to be very polarizing. So you like the warm. Do that. At the, listen, you do that when your person is worked over, not when your energy's still at a ten. It buries them. And yeah. she she looked stupid for selling it. I was like, screw that shit. This is your company. You're not in Japan no more. Cut her ass off. Don't take that. Cut, kick her in the gut. Put her back in the corner and start lighting her up. And she kind of did. But... I, I could not I could not give two shits about this match. I, like while I was watching it, I just could not care. I I was trying to because she she does have that look. She does have that physical charisma to her that I'm now starting to okay starting to see a little bit more of. Well, I, I disagree with you guys. Well, I, I thought know. it was a good match. I thought that I usually don't care about Cheetah, uh, but I thought this is the most I've cared about it. And it was only on the strength of this match. It's not like I was even excited to watch this, especially coming after such a hot match. But uh, we could agree to disagree and uh, get it. Oh, okay. After this, I forgot to mention. But did you care who won this match? Uh. Once I watched the match, yes, I did. Once they got me into this match, I really did care. And I thought I wanted to see Rio Muzunama win because I haven't seen much of her. And she's really captivated. The heel. You wanted the heel to win. You did. That's terrible. I mean, they didn't do their job. Yeah, they really did. Because Sheeta acted like a heel toward the latter match of this, uh, the latter parts of this match. And I did want Rio to win. What uh, what about the other the other girl saying that she couldn't beat her in a hundred years? Yeah, that's That's what what was the tagline of this match. We're coming after you, Alfred. <laughs> I thought. Listen, I thought this was a good match. I loved it. I thought this was great. You know, maybe the wrong person did win, but I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Midnight Toker saying Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and um, Maki Ito looked like a faction. They were all matching. Yes, that they came out afterwards and they beat down Shida and Rio Mizunama with Britt Baker and Rebel. Yeah, I liked all that part. Uh, yeah, I thought that was cool too. Jacoby White right saying every match tonight was way too long for, to me. Yes. I could see that. Uh, Andrew Young saying, uh, this ending made me mad at myself for watching this pay-per-view over the NBA All-Star Game. So I've uh, never watched an NBA All-Star Game. What's the football All-Star Game? That's, is that's it the same Bowl, thing? Bro. The Pro Bowl. Is it the same thing? Like, it doesn't mean anything on records? No, yeah. It does. It's an exhibition. It's all high spots. You get to watch a bunch of high spots. And yeah. the dunk contest was on tonight at halftime. So I, I missed that because of this. Yeah. Bad Keith Gaming saying, so John Moxley seen on a video just addressed the crowd stating, apparently Kenny Omega can't make an exploding ring worth of shit. So apparently uh, Omega had a lot to, you know, had a lot of input with this ring. I'm getting this. This is the exact quote I just got. Uh, Moxley uh, got on the mic and said, Jacksonville, I think you all and I can agree. Kenny Omega might be a tough son of a bitch, but he can't build an exploding ring worth of shit. What the fuck was that? So, P.S., he's really physically not building a ring. He's a producer. Right. <laughs> it's right. like Arn Anderson that, that say – or whomever puts together the Hell in the Cell that night. He hasn't really put the actual Hell, to, hell in a Cell up and erect it. It's the same thing. Kenny Omega's not building pyro, folks. 
Kenny, that's a great <laughs> save, but that's but he's the producer of it. I'm no reason to, to protect Kenny here, but for anybody to have this because it gives them an out, and I don't like that. We're not giving them an out here. We're not giving them a pass. Tony Khan and company fucked this up. You should have let it. You should have tested this time and time again. Yeah. Leonzo Duncan with the $5 Super Chat saying, back after a much-needed break from everything after the tragic tragic loss of my friend. Uh, I can't believe it's been a month. Just caught up on shows. Thanks, guys. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so, so sorry. To thank you. So we get into the next match. Orange. And, oh. and one, one more thing. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Kenny Omega, Roger ribbing. I'm kidding, guys. Don't worry about that. He's ribbing. We get it, uh, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor versus Miro and Kip Sabian. Story of this match, Orange Cassidy, nowhere to be found. Fans really want to see Orange Cassidy. He eventually so, comes out selling his back. Uh, Orange Cassidy hits a really impressive Superman punch where he gets high off the, into the air and um, it runs wild. Penelope Ford is knocked off the apron. Uh, and then Miro ends up running wild. He was looked very uh, made to look very strong in this match. Uh, Miro eventually puts Sabian, he, you know, berates Sabian for saving his wife, and then he gets Chuck Taylor in the accolade for the win. Uh, Miro and Sabian win this match. Couldn't care less about this match, but I like that they're at least trying with Miro. Brother, don't even that. I wanted to cut you off so badly. Say, please don't waste any energy telling anybody what happened. <laughs> because this, well, this everybody knows. Sorry. Miro is surrounded by jobbers. This is yeah. a, a Miro and jobber hour, and this did nothing for me. Um, this is the one that I was telling you guys that I thought the crowd died on. Yeah. You, you know, there is that, you know, people crap on WWE a lot and they're like, oh, can you imagine this guy if he was an AEW? Well, you got Rusev in AEW and you see what they're doing. It's been shit. And, and he looks amazing. He looks yeah. jacked. He's more he ripped looks, than he's ever been. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. It's been awful. And it just, you know, I mean, he... You would forget he was on this pay-per-view a day later. You know, it was just kind of one of those things. And, and, don't, and, and, like, the plot was so – guys, the plot was terrible. The plot was, like, the announcers had to keep putting over about how, how – what's his name's wedding was ruined anytime he got, like, to, to show that he was angry. I don't give a crap that his wedding was – nobody cares. He's a heel. Miro should not be feuding with Chuck Taylor. No, no, <laughs> no offense to Chuck Taylor. He no offense. Grabbing, he should be bringing his bags for him. <laughs> exactly. Miro is a main event star. I carry bags for veterans. Shit. There's nothing like that. It's cool. <laughs> your fucking dudes. You guys might get your wish because this kind of felt like the end of this feud. If like if Miro is going to win so convincingly. And it feels like the end to Miro and Kip Sabian. And they're just eliminating all the bullshit around Miro because, you know, he got really mad at Kip Sabian for checking out Penelope. So hopefully they move him away from that and he just becomes a one man wrecking crew because they did. I believe Jarrah right. said during the of this match that he could be like a world title contender. So it feels like they're finally starting to get behind this guy. How hard is it to book him? That it's guy. not. It's right. not. Yeah, you have him come in and destroy motherfuckers. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Stay out of the way. Yep. We just, we just saw the same thing play out with Bobby Lashley. They put him with the wedding and did all oh the silliness God. with him. The second they took him oh. seriously as a killer, he runs wild. He's your world champion. Do the same thing with Miro. He can have the same result. I would argue that Lashley should win at WrestleMania. Oh, I've been arguing that. He Me better too. win. Yeah. I'll lead the revolution if he doesn't win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was. I mean, clearly it was supposed to be Drew beating Lashley for the title, but I think he's got enough momentum that yeah. he shouldn't do it. Uh, Joshua Ling uh, 
uh, saying Matt Hardy was fun was funded ending pyro. His loss must have made him cut the pyro fun. New BTE skip prediction. Yeah, Matt Hardy was okay. As V saying, "Hey guys, love the podcast." Is AEW hurting themselves because people expectations are so high because they are only having pay per views every two months or so? Well, it's every three months. Uh, no, uh, not no. as because. We've got to be honest. They've blasted their pay-per-views out of the ballpark. Right. I'm sorry. I, right. I like tonight's pay-per-view. It might not sound it, but I did. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but all the other pay-per-views have been grand slams, not even home runs. Um, grand slams. And, and just tonight's finish just really bothers me so much, in case you can tell. I thought tonight, tonight's was their weakest pay-per-view that they've done, but it still was overall an entertaining show until the end. If yeah. that, you know. It's, it's kind of up to the end. It was great. Like I right. thought, this was another grand slam leading up until the end. And unfortunately, that's what we're always going to remember. I, I just thought like nothing felt. It felt like an episode of Dynamite until that Sting match. Like it felt like a good episode of Dynamite. Like sure. the wrestling was good, everything was fine, but it didn't feel big. Like you, yeah. worth fifty bucks. And uh, yeah, Ross with the fifty-five dollars super chat <laughs> saying Joshi wrestling is terrible. In wrestling, you're supposed to make it look real. Rico and Maki are a disaster. It takes any belief and flushes it. Huh? Damn, Ross, I thought I was being stiff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think the wrestling was bad at all. I thought the, the work was fine. I just couldn't get into the storyline, the characters. And it's one of those storyline over characters. I mean, storyline over wrestling for me every yeah. day. I'm in that same school of thought, but I, for whatever reason, this wrestling match captivated me. <laughs> you you also moving. know who that talent is. You're a Mark. You're, you're a fan of. Well, I say Mark. Not no, no, that's fine. Right. I, I have but no idea who Mio Mizunami was until like ten wow. days ago when I first saw her. But but Cheetah, you're right. You know, maybe I have more of an appreciation for the built-in wrestling event. Yeah, I thought maybe you knew who she was. My bad. Oh my god, uh, we have the highest attendance since last year's WrestleMania. Right now, watching. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Bed Moon uh, with the 499 Super Chat saying, one only thing less explosive than that ending with the Christian debut. Show Jeez. is amazing, guys. Matt for president. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, Bit Moon. But well, hey, like, yeah, I mean, I, I did I, I gotta be honest, I did not see Christian coming. Oh, really? You gotta follow me on Twitter. <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. I mean, like, I didn't think it made sense, you know? Yeah. Like, he he did the thing he needed to do in TNA. He wanted to be a world champion and is on his own right without Edge, yada yada yada. Make his own name for himself. He definitely did that big time. So I don't get what what this move is. Other, you know what I mean? Versus definitely hanging out with his best friend. Yeah. So uh, we might as well get this out of the way. Last Hall last week I had posted that Christian was signed with WWE. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And I, I posted that on Twitter. I never posted it on this on Wrestling Inc. <clears throat> and then later I found out he wasn't signed with WWE. He had a contract with Fox Sports, and that was probably done. And I posted on Friday night. I said, I apologize. That was an error. He's not with WWE, and he is probably going to AEW. And then earlier today, I said, anyone who wants to know who the big surprise is, just DM me. Uh, and then all of a sudden I got 100, so I had to stop it. And I said, you know, uh, if you want to know who it is, I'll DM you. I'm not posting on the website. You can't tell anyone. And I mentioned that it was Christian. You can't tell anyone. <laughs> but it was right before the show. So, I mean, I, I found out before, but I, I waited till right before. 
I mean, guys, why would you want to ruin that? Like, I, I would want to be surprised. I would not want somebody to tell me what's going to happen. Because this was one of those where the surprise, I felt like, didn't live up to the hype. If it was CM Punk, if it was a Brock Lesnar, someone like that, it would have been way beyond. I, I just, no I offense to Christian. No, no, I know what you mean. I was just so surprised. I just, because I didn't think it, he needed to be there. Like, he finally got to go back to WWE. He's cleared. Like, he gets a right off to the sunset and write his own ending, finally. Like, with WWE and his best friend, Edge. I don't think it's his fault, is what I've heard. Oh, okay. Um, I've heard some people have dropped the ball on him. Uh, Chris Pantaleo Chris said, said this like five times. Chris, yeah, I heard you the first time. Well, as long as you keep paying, I'm fine. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, here we go. Manic, uh, Manic Hispanic, 16, saying Kingston to help was great storytelling, bad Ed. It was. It was good storytelling. Yeah. I, I loved I, it. I agree. Oh, man. If there was an actual explosion, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Yes, it would have. And our boy would have been thrusted into the main event. I, this sucks. That's another part of why this is so disappointing because, like, it built to this emotional crescendo that when you saw how it ended, it's like, oh no. Yeah. John Jordan saying, Can we touch on the brass ring silliness? Get over it, Cody. Big old ween ring, Triple H throne, move on, dude, super kick. That is a good point. They do play off of WWE a lot. Like, Big Show's I, shirt is no more BS. Like, move I on. I know. I mean, I, I, but you don't think, though, like, they can honestly say that in, in AEW, we actually really do have a brass ring and you can really go grab it. And if you do, you're going to have a championship match. Like, they can at least say that now. Sure, but you're still playing off the Vince. Yeah, oh, for know. sure. It's yeah. very minor league. It's very much like the dynamic, like all these fast food restaurants talk about McDonald's in their commercials. Right. McDonald's never talks about anybody. They're competing with Starbucks. Like they right. just like well, WWE nice. doesn't talk about yeah. AEW. WWE is competing with Disney. So like, get off the whole WWE thing. Be your own A league talent. For in your them own to grow, yes. Exactly. For them to grow, yes. But you need to remember who their base is. And that sometimes it's great to you know poke the bear. WCW did it. Eric Bischoff was great at it. You know, it does make it fun, but. You don't want to you, do it too you, much. You would, I used to pop all the time when Eric Bischoff would grab a sign that says Vince Fears. Like <laughs> yeah. Vince Fears ratings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to pop all the time for that. That thing was cool as hell. It was so great. Bischoff was such a yeah. – you wanted him to lose the ratings because he was so obnoxious. I'm such a prick, yes. <laughs> he was so good. Uh, Justin Lopez saying, man, I kind of wanted Christian to stay in WWE and ride it out with Edge for this last run. Yeah. He's a great get for AEW and that locker room. He is for what you just said. Yes, Justin, he is. He especially the locker room part. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I, I wanted to see him right off the sunset of WWE. That's all. And finally, Peter Bahi, our old good friend, uh, said Omega was the architect for this match. Matt, he had the wait for it, the blueprint. He is to blame <laughs> for the blunder. It was his really? idea. It, of course, it's of course it's his idea, but guys, he's not. I'm not here to defend Kenny Omega, but you guys are giving misinformation, and you're being worked into a storyline, believing that Kenny Omega is out there with hammer and nail and building a fucking match or a ring. What? Like, okay, wait, wait. So, so next time the casket doesn't work for Undertaker, you guys want to blame it on Taker for the, the, the Watch. one? Watch all this backstage video shows up of Kenny Omega actually building the ring. (laughs) I will own it if that's true. Uh, Then that's different. Do not letting Kenny Omega set explosives up around the arena, folks. You you would hope that they're not that irresponsible. It's illegal. He can't. (laughs) 
Midnight, yeah, exactly. Midnight Toker saying, who's Christian's first opponent? Who knows? That could be anybody. Darby Allen? uh, Someone that could get elevated, but that Christian should beat. He should win his first feud. Scorpio Sky? Scorpio Sky is never used on TV. You know, I'd like to see him on more. Well, Um, you probably will because, you know, given how he was elevated tonight. For this next week, but yeah. we see like these mini pushes, and all of a sudden, right, they go away. He's right. not Scorpio be great. No, he's I not. wish he, I, w- I, I would like him to, but I don't think he will. Yeah. Uh, be more saying, guys. I know you love AEW, but can we be honest? The show is poor. Can we keep the same energy? If this was WWE, y'all would no. not say this was a good show. Ah, I'm more. Have you been no. watching my comments? Have you oh been paying attention at all? I think there is, I'm seeing a dynamic playing out, especially with all these comments. The comments are all slanting negative because that ending was so terrible that now we're looking back on all the matches like, oh, you know what? That really wasn't that good. But I think if the ending was good, it would be a whole different story because it's not a disappointing pay-per-view all throughout. And also, I think we have been positive on every WWE pay-per-view, not Raw, but every WWE pay-per-view for like the last six months. Because they've been killing it. Yeah, their pay-per-views have been good. They've been killing it on pay-per-view. Definitely they have. Yeah, Raw has sucked. SmackDown's been good. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Jim Cornette is going to be Yes, he will. George, I saw he, he retweeted something with my name in it today, and I was like, okay, now I'm going to get... What did it the, say? It was... Oh, gosh, I should... I'll, I'll look it back up, but uh, if you want to go to the next match, and I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. Okay, we'll go to the next match. It was Hangman Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in a big money match. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, the you know promo package. Uh, there's a lot of chance for Matt Hardy. It was pretty uh, pretty much yes, the babyface of this crowd in this match. Uh, they would chant Hangman Page sucks. You know there was kind of dueling chance at one point. Uh, the yep. story of this match is Matt Hardy working over Hangman Adam Page's arm, making it harder for him to do the uh, buckshot lariat. There's a ref- there's a distraction by Private Party, and Hangman Adam Page kind of runs wild. But the referee doesn't do anything about it. Bryce Remsburg just kind of stands around. Uh, finally, he uh, Hangman Adam Page hits a buckshot lariat that's countered by a side effect and a twist of fate, which nice. Hangman. Adam Page gets the kick out of Dark Order chases off Private Party. Uh, they catch Hangman when he falls, and Hangman's able to hit a buckshot lariat. So, with the help of Dark Order, uh, Hangman Adam Page beats Matt Hardy and celebrates with the Dark Order with a beer, and he wins the big money match. <clears throat> so, the premise of this match was lame as hell. I told you guys that it already. Sucked. Yeah. The yeah. premise of the step, what no one bl- could buy it. That's so stupid. Hey, I get your royalties, bro. Like, that's so stupid. <laughs> Even um, it's already been paid. <laughs> Yeah, very inside. Yeah, good point. He's right, actually. Um, (laughs) It was so lame, though, to begin with, the premise of it. You're right. And and the match itself was good. I was impressed with Matt, though. Matt Matt kept up in there. Uh, I love that false finish from the buckshot lariat into uh, Matt's twist of fate. That looked awesome. And it was a believable false finish, believe it or not. Um, but everything else was okay. I just think he's better than this. Adam Page is supposed to be far past this by now. And I don't know what he's missing or what they should be doing with him. I just think he should have been far past this. But I love Big Money Matt for the record again. I, I yeah. do like what he's doing. I, I agree with you 100%, Matt. I felt like this was two of the best characters that AEW has. Big Money Matt and Adam Page. Adam Page got derailed because of the whole COVID thing. Because he was on his way. Like, with the tag team, with Kenny Omega, him drinking in the side. The fans were going crazy. Pandemic hit, and he just got derailed. And he just, you know, his time is coming. He's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
he's going to be a superstar in my opinion. And I thought this match was super entertaining for what it was. I, you know, I think Matt is so great at what he does and the big money character is so much better in this environment than the broken stuff. That's why the fans are cheering for him. Yeah. (laughs) It works. Yeah, so it was. Uh, this was. I thought this was really strong. I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought the the stipulation sucked because no right. one believes. Like, I have to go back and figure out how much I paid so far this year, or how much I got paid, and give you that. I, I, as as far as stipulations go, that was one of the worst. But uh, everything else, I thought was was solid. Yeah, this was a good match. Um, but really? uh, yeah, I think you should definitely move on. <laughs> Arena share saying I'd be excited for Christian if their roster wasn't already elderly, overly yeah. stacked. They have no room for these signings on a two hour show. I agree. That's a good yeah. point. I mean, well, let's be honest though. Like, like signing Christian is not a bad thing, folks. He's a Hall of Famer. All right. So, so you sign a Christian when you have the opportunity to, but um, they do need another show desperately. Uh, and I, I mean, not dark either. I need another. Yeah. Prime time show. Apparently and they're, they're going to have four shows soon. So yeah. <laughs> they got, they got a-, a roster. Yeah. They got AEW dark elevation starting the week after next with big show as a commentator. And then they got another show on TNT that's going to start. So four shows, uh, Chris Pantaleo, which I think is overkill, but granted two of those shows are kind of like developmental. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, Chris Pantaleo is saying, I hope angle doesn't sign two would have a TNA vibe. Here's the difference, though, I will say. If that does happen, you're worried about the TNA vibe, whatever, um, it's it's too late to get a TNA vibe at this point because I feel this company has already done a great job of by being matched up versus NXT and kicking their ass um, without any of the big-name WWE talents, per se, besides Jericho, obviously, and maybe Moxley. But do you know what I'm saying? Whereas TNA, we had everybody. We were like, we had right. like 50 You had Hogan. People. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good lord, <laughs> Hogan and Flair, Hogan yeah. and Flair, both their retirement matches were in TNA. Wow, that's insane. With Sting involved, which is kind of nuts. Uh, Peter Body saying Ethan and Hangman Page versus know, right? Christian Brian Cage. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. So then we get the face of the revolution ladder match. Uh, speaking of superstar, Max Caster came out. I thought he was great. He had a couple it's of particular sucks. current references. I got the juice. I'm going to cancel y'all boys like Dr. Seuss. And then one, I think our Longwood city commissioner can appreciate killing <laughs> y'all with the promo blood on my hands. Like I'm governor Cromo. So he really got after <laughs> it. Woo, this guy, he does not give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was fire. That really was. He, he doesn't care. You're right. He does not care. <laughs> He's this awesome. was swooning for him, by the way. He's so good. Max Caster, man. That guy's got charisma, the look. He's going to be a superstar one day. He must. How old is he? He's, he's like 21, 22. He's in his 20s. Yeah. Mid 20s, yeah. I think. Okay. Wow. wow. He was uh, one of Bobby Lashley's sisters. He was? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah this, so he's come this, a long way. Yeah. And yeah, he's on his way. I mean, he's people compare him to John Cena, but I think they'll be doing that because of how big of a star he is, not the rapping. Uh, yeah. Cena, Cena had some. Cena he did. had some risque stuff back Absolutely. then. Absolutely. No, like Cena talking about giving too. Tori Wilson a pearl yeah. necklace. Or, yeah. <laughs> like, there oh. Some. oh, yeah. I got way worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then we get uh, the Face of Revolution ladder match. I wrote down a bunch of there. A lot of stuff happened in there. I'll just recount like the bigger highlights. Uh, there was a power bomb on Scorpio Sky by Ethan Page onto a ladder with Lance Archer inside of it that looked like it, brutal. And then there was a Canadian destroyer on Cody through the ladder. So this led to the storyline throughout the match of Cody needing medical attention. He was taken out of this match for long stretches. He came back two times and was booed both of times by his hand. Of course he, he did. Came off like a big heel here. And he also made it toward the very end of the match. Scorpio Sky had been put through a table via high knee by Lance Archer and he came and battled back and came down to Scorpio Sky and Cody. Uh, Cody grabbed the brass ring which kind of was like a booty or like a sonic ring. Just a big kind of a cartoon ring so it kind of took away from how big of a moment this was for Scorpio Sky. But Scorpio Sky wins this match. So Cody, like again, this is what I keep telling you guys. He, even his entrance music, his entrance music tells the whole story. His entrance music starts a certain way, right? It's all like quiet and it's all whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And then it completely shift. It's like three entrance songs in one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's but but that's to to tell the tale of how he's booking himself even yeah. as a, as a talent. He has all these gimmicks, all these frills, all these different these all this sizzle he he has on top of his stuff that he does not need. He doesn't need Arn Anderson as a coach. No. He doesn't need um all these these gimmick Jeff Jarrett spots where where he's um, you know, the spirit of 76, every time he's in a match where he's laid out, he's going to be carried out of here. But as soon as you saw him walking up to the ramp, I'm like, oh, God, he's going to be stuck up there for five minutes. He's just, no, I'm denying medical attention. I'm going to go fight. Like, you don't need that. You're Cody Rhodes. Dude. You're like the star in that company. You don't need that. Other baby faces that aren't as over as you need that. They need those spots. They okay. need those moments. You don't need that. You don't need that sizzle, Cody. He, you got he, the whole fucking package, dude. You don't need that shit. He keeps putting himself in those moments and, and to his detriment. I think Shaq would have worked if they had MJF in there because MJF would have just been spitting fire. Every, everything he would have said, every tweet he would have said would have been an article. It would have been, <laughs> it would have been news, you know? Yeah. And with Cody, it was a fart in church. No one cared. That that match did 1.1 million. I mean, it peaked at 1.3, but overall, that quarter did 1.1 million. They actually dropped in uh, 18 to 49 from the week before. It was a it was a failure. Ultimately, when you get someone like Shaq, and that you do it on free TV, and you actually drop in 1849. It wasn't the right. It wasn't the right matchup though. Like he's a Cody's a babyface. Right. Exactly. Shaq's a celebrity, which is, means he's by proxy always going to be a babyface. Even if he's trying to be a heel, it won't work. It'll be a right. face, all right, because he's a huge star. But like that—that's where you know Cody needs to step away and yes. put somebody else in that slot. I see what you're saying. MJF um, would have killed it. And I don't—I'm not saying he's doing it to be selfish. I, I don't know why he's—he's he's doing like he thinks he needs all of these layers, you know, from the weightlifting belt. He's like he's like 500 gimmicks in one, and I don't know why he thinks he needs that. He doesn't need that. Right. He doesn't go He's back like to DDP his in, in 93 when he had the cigar yes. and the, you know, all yeah, the, he doesn't need all this dude. He's freaking money in the ring. He's charismatic as hell. His promos are fire. If you go back to the first, I'd say first six months of, of uh, dynamite, he was cutting some fire promos. Oh, yeah. We all felt them. He can, he's great. I don't know why he thinks he needs these layers and these frills and he doesn't need them. And you don't need to be in the center of every feud. Lay lay back if it's if, if it's him and Shaq just never had the, the right dynamic. Like it it just never clicked. He's too babyfacey to be working him. 
And then, and, you know, he was doing the stuff with Tyson where Tyson's giving him the belt. That never got anywhere. And then Jericho, they did the Austin ripoff, which just looked like a parody. I just think he's bigger than that. I think Cody's a bigger star than all this. He doesn't need this stuff. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't need these rubs. Sprinkle that dust, man. Sprinkle that Cody dust on MJF or some of these other. MJF would have been fantastic with Shaq. He would have. Mm-hmm. He would have been fantastic. Um, yep. Gaming Sage Pro saying, "Would you prefer Miro win the world title or Hangman? They cannot have Ooh. two world champs. And what about Omega MJF Mox? Tough to decide." Why are you saying they cannot have two world champs? Like, no shit. And well, about- you know, WWE has two. Okay, I didn't know AEW. Okay, um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'd like to see Hangman get there because of the story that's already been starting to be told with him. Miro's kind of still, you know, he, he came over from WWE. He doesn't have the same story from day one of AEW opening its doors where they were ba- basically anointing Hangman as the next, next big thing, kind of, sort of, right? It was supposed to be his turn. He's supposed to get his turn one of these days, right? And we're mm-hmm. supposed to watch the meteoric rise of Hangman Adam Page. Everything was set for that to happen, and it just didn't. Um, I still want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you ask me in three months, I'll say Miro if they, like, still they'll have correct yeah. But right now, yeah. definitely Hangman Adam Page. No question. For sure. Uh, Jeremy Cotto saying, difference is Kurt for TNA was an anchor and a workhorse. Christian isn't going to be that. Big announcement would be a joint paper with TNA. <laughs> no, that would not be a big announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I was with you until that last sentence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing TNA is big right now. No. Uh, Jared Wilson saying, is it me or does Jericho seem whiny in most of his interviews? Nowadays, he constantly goes off on WWE. Oh, I don't see him. What, what is he talking about? Oh, well, I mean, he, he usually there's a couple of shots here and there, but at the same time, that is what gets headlines. Like yeah. no one, no one's like, Oh, we have the best roster. And you know, like we're clicking on that article. We're talking about, Oh, Vince put me and Triple H against each other all the time or like try to get us to butt heads. It's it's just what people are interested in. And uh it's not Jericho's smart. Jericho knows what sells. Yeah, he does. Isaac Shankman's with the dollars. Thank just, you. Thank you. And then finally DNA of TNA Matt Morgan fan. What's up, Matt, Raj, Alfred, and Chad? Any anyone happy for Cass returning the ring sure. in shape and out of rehab now? Yeah, if he's ready to go, yeah, hell yeah, I'm happy as hell for him, you guys. That that's the biggest obstacle, you know, he'll he'll, he'll overcome in life. That's that's the biggest thing mountain you guys could climb. So I hope God God bless him. I hope he's ready emotionally and mentally. And um, I was ready to quit wrestling altogether to stay away from, from my own personal demons, abusing drugs again, until I felt ready to be around a locker room with others that had drugs. Uh, you know, for, for again, my own demon, which is different than what his is. Um, but still, I hope he's ready. I hope he's ready. He's not going back too early where other things can maybe play. I don't know. I just wish him the best. Yeah. I, I, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I mean, I was, I had interviewed Cass that weekend before the shit went down and I was actually supposed to interview him the following week. Um, and then everything went down and it's just, I remember talking to him and just being like, I could tell he wasn't quite there yet. And seeing him getting there uh, is just great to see. And he, he was a great dude. He's a, a cool, such a cool guy. And I, I, 
I'm, I'm excited for him. I hope he gets another chance uh, Me too. on a major stage. Me too, yeah. <laughs> Brandon Hardy. <laughs> they showed Kenny making this structure. Oh, they showed Undertaker geez. building the casket for Kamala, too, man. Let's keep this Can debate I, going. This, this debate is making so much money on Super Chat. So let's keep this hey, going. Hey, Brandon, hey, hey, Brandon. Hang on. Let me talk. Brandon, remember when I was just telling Alfred, when I say the word Mark, I don't mean it in a negative connotation because I'm a Mark. I'm a wrestling Mark. Raj is a Mark. We're all Marks. You, my friend, are a Mark. Mark. <laughs> Bad Keith Gaming saying AEW is officially blaming Omega. He, it was his design, it was his concept. Wow. So, um, Midnight Toker saying Cody screwed himself of ever challenging for the world title. He's a star. Uh, I mean, that's a storyline, but uh, okay. I don't know what to say. To that. <laughs> Uh, finally, it, it, J- Joey Adorjan saying, is it me or is AEW getting away from their five-star matches? It feels like they're using more gimmick. The matches don't feel as epic. No holy shit moments. Well, Joey, to be fair, I mean, you're saying that piggybacking on a pay-per-view that just had the biggest fart in history uh, at the end of it around the gimmick match, right? I mean, yeah. I can give you any Lucha Brothers match versus Bucks match. They could put that out there tomorrow and they'll give you a 10-star match. Um, they'll get back to it. That's, that's what they're known for. That's the ba- as They play to their base, and that's what the base wants, those kind of matches. Um, they'll be back. So we get, uh, oh, DNA of TNA, Matt Morgan, saying, Matt, wrestling storylines are still real to Brandon Harding. <laughs> Damn. Ha ha. All right. Okay, so we get the big announcement. Wow, Christian is a big announcement. He gets a countdown. He goes in the ring and signs his contract. We've talked a lot about this to this point, but do you guys have any more points you'd like to make about Christian signing with AEW? Nope. I do. I, I do think like WWE, the one thing that they do better than AEW by far is letting things marinate, letting things sink in. Like Christian came out and it was kind of like, OK, we move on. It wasn't like um, just let it build and let it, you know, like just give it time. It was kind of it felt rushed. And I, and I guess that would be my critique of the whole. Or uh, It was just like, oh, he, he came, he went, it's gone. We don't talk about him again. Uh, it's not like what could Christian be doing and yada yada yada. Uh, you know, just let it sink in. Let it give it give it. You know, with storylines and everything, just give yeah. it time to just sit in and, and marinate. I guess marinate. I don't know if that's the best word, but. <laughs> sure. No, you're right. Especially how much they built this up throughout the show and leading up to this in the days leading up to this. Like they really treated this like it was a big deal. I thought it was satisfying. But once they made that decision, they did really kind of get away from this without making this seem like the big moment that it was. Right. Yeah. It was kind of like, hey, it's him. And let's go. Yeah. There's very little done after this. Right. We get Darby Allen and Sting versus Team Taz in a cinematic match. So this is a full on cinematic match. We get a very long entrance for Darby Allen and Sting. Um, my only takeaway from this match that I did not like was that there was commentary over this music being played uh, in this kind of dark cinematic, which is extremely jarring. I will say Taz was excellent on commentary, but I did not like the kind of, it seemed like the, that show they used to do, the space, whatever, uh, where they're commentating over a movie. I didn't like that. I agree 100%. I thought the commentary kind of took away. Yeah. You know, if you had commentary with the Firefly Funhouse or the Boneyard match, they didn't have, they, they didn't have no. it for either, right? No, um, no. It, it would have just killed it, but it, it, it did, especially when Taz, like 
the entrances of them getting on their way, like uh, Sting driving the pickup truck and, and Darby Allen skateboarding there to the to the fight, for instance. Like, say what you want. That was cinematic. It was cool. It was different. And Taz shit on it right away and completely yeah. brought it down five levels. I'm like, why would you do that? I get you're the heel announcer, but that now is not the time. Now, I'm surprised Jim Ross wasn't telling them to lay out. I really am surprised at that. Or somebody didn't tell them, shut the fuck up. Let the entrances play themselves out. We spent a shit ton of money on this. This has some major, like, this is major league stuff we're doing right now. It's the first time we've done something like this. And and they did a great job with this. So I don't want to get too settled down on this with the announcers talking over it. But I do feel it was a mistake having the announcers talk over this. I really do. Absolutely. Taz's excuse to not be there because Tony, I, I didn't buy that. I didn't like that. I thought that was weak. Taz is a killer. Whether he's older or not doesn't matter. He's from Red Hook. He doesn't listen to people telling him he's got his obligations as an announcer to be out there for. I just wouldn't have had him there at all then, if that's what you do. Um, it's it just, I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, I, again, if they took the announcers out of this, it would have been a lot more, it would have been better. But with that said, this whole segment was killer for me i love this this is by far one of my favorite if not my favorite part of the show actually yeah i mean this was probably this is i guess the third cinematic match that they've done they did brian the Baker. Ca- what do you think of brian cage really quick brian cage looked like a freaking monster oh, legitimate. i mean i tweeted he looked like a legit movie supervillain. i mean a right? lot of people agreed with I, me. I, I, I thought he he was the star of this match he was an absolute star we'll go over this uh, in a little bit but yeah go ahead Araj. I was, I, I, same thing. I tweeted like a Sting and Brian Cage. It was like old Batman versus Bane. Yes. yes. Like it was just a, a superhero villain. It was awesome. Like again, the commentary heard it, but it was so well done. And the music didn't always go. Like you could tell that they were just, I mean, they shot it today. So they didn't have much time to, to edit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Very good. Really good job. I, yeah. No, I kind of liked. I like their music. I, I believe it was today. Uh, I'll double check. Justin Barrasso from Sports Illustrated had an article on it earlier. I believe it was today. Very but gross. yeah, um, I thought they. I thought it was a fantastic job. Cage looked like a monster. Ricky Starks mm-hmm. was great. Yeah, there there was that one spot that uh, Darby mm-hmm. Allen did from like three stories up. Yeah, he jumped. Well, let's just go through the okay, spots really quickly. Um, they were accompanied by the army of hoodlums who got beat up early by the heels. Uh, Darby Allen jumped off a brick wall. So that is so real quick. That that whole uh, thing was like that uh, that WWE 2K video. You remember that? Yeah, they had all the Sting yes. uh, impersonators. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty they all cool. had masks on. It was a really cool visual. Uh, Darby jumped off a brick wall, like way high in the air, into a German suplex. Uh, Cage threw Allen through double doors. I mean, he just looked like a monster. There are spots. He's got that great body, but they would show silhouettes of Cage. That was yeah, just incredible. Just incredible cinematic like- work. Like, really good stuff. He looked like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> The best spot of this match came with Brian Cage had Darby Allen up in a suplex, and he walked up an entire flight of stairs carrying Darby Allen upside down. <laughs> in a suplex. Yeah. In a suplex position. It was incredible to see. You've just got to see the visual. That part of the announcers talking was good because they put yes, it over properly. They really put it over the way it should yeah. have been put over. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and, and Hook jump in to attack Allen. Uh, Darby Allen eventually uh, tosses Sting a bat because early in the match, he's facing off with Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks says, you're nothing without that bat. So Sting gets rid of it, gets it back. Runs wild on a bunch of people. Darby Allen does a diving elbow off a balcony. He must have been, what, 50 feet in the air uh, through Cage. Uh, and then we get – it comes down to Sting and Ricky Starks. Uh, Sting eventually wins. And uh, the live fans were chanting that was awesome when they came out of it. 
well as they should. That was phenomenal. So so well done to, uh, uh, to AEW. Fantastic job. You guys need to do something like this more if you could. This is entertaining. Like, I know this isn't your typical wrestling wrestling, but, like, for me, I, I, I wish we saw more. We get more of this. This is super entertaining to me. Yeah, I thought it was uh, – I thought this was – one of my favorite things on the show. Yeah. It was a great match. Um, we get an announcement that's going to be Matt Jackson versus Ray Phoenix. I believe this is coming Wednesday on Dynamite. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. Then we are ready for our main event, ladies and gentlemen. Why we came here. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. This was really, I loved this match. I loved the first 30 minutes of this match, um, yeah. it, they did all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, yeah. They did a good job telling the story of when they hit yeah. the ropes, there's an explosion. So they spent a lot of time teasing that somebody's going to hit a rope. And then eventually they just started hitting these ropes. Kenny Omega hit it face first. John Moxley was the first one to take a bump like this. They had spots where Kenny Omega speared John Moxley into the ropes that exploded. Uh, there was a paradigm shift onto the exploding table. The pyro was very impressive. From The, the first pyro was a big deal because when it went off, people went crazy and they said, this is awesome. So this matches every bit the violent showcase that it promised to be yep. uh then the good brothers hit the ring we get a one wing and angel onto the chair uh before that was a great spot in this match where we did get a one wing and angel nobody's ever kicked out of the one wing angel nope. in aew so he Still. pins john moxley john moxley isn't necessarily kicked out his leg nope. hits the exploding rope and there's an explosion that breaks up the pinfall so this was very well done and they kept making it a point to say that it was not a kick out so nobody still is kicked out but then he hits yep. another one wing and angel with help from the good brothers on Onto a chair, and Kenny Omega wins this match. And then comes the moment that everybody's going to talk about from this pay-per-view to where they're beating him up. Uh, there's five minutes left, or there's one minute left. They're doing the countdown to this spiral that's going to go off. Uh, Don Callis is trying to get everybody out of the ring. It's a very emotional moment. Here comes Eddie Kingston, John Moxley's real-life good friend, who they played up that storyline throughout the, the year. Uh, John Moxley eventually covers, or Eddie Kingston eventually covers John Moxley because he can't leave the ring. He's handcuffed. And we are expecting this huge payoff, this huge explosion, and it is one of the least satisfying payoffs you will ever see in any pay-per-view. They really look like 4th of July sparklers. 4th of July was trending on Twitter. Pyro was trending on Twitter. It was sparklers, and it was one small explosion. There was one unimpressive pyro spot in this entire match, okay? And it came at the time that it just could not, and it was at the end, and it was terrible. I mean, I think the ring maybe should have collapsed. There's a lot they could have done, but clearly this was a botch. Uh, the fans were booing. There were good crowds, so eventually they kind of came around and chanted for Eddie Kingston, but the fans did not like this. If this was in a live arena, we were we would talk about near riot conditions. This is those, not good. Those fans were very forgiving. At first mm -hmm. they started chanting, you fucked up, but then yes. like they immediately transitioned into Eddie, Eddie chants. And I'm like, you fans are so nice. You guys are so <laughs> that polite. Was so polite. <laughs> so nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, what else can we say, guys? We 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 can't continue to stab it. it this, but this was god awful. We know it was. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they recovered because what I was seeing this for was maybe it was Moxie taking time off and they literally were going to kill him. <laughs> I mean, not literally kill him, but were they going to come close? It's like when was they bury gonna... the Undertaker and have him die. Right. Like, yeah. was he going to be gone for like three months or something like that? And they're writing him out maybe here. I, I don't know. Now they can't. <laughs> <laughs> With the sparklers going off, yeah, you can't do it. That sucked. <laughs> I mean, that was that was brutal. So yeah, again, so guys, guys, I'm sure, like like I said, Kenny is the producer of this. 
Um, he's a VP in the company. So all that's all very well and true. So, but again, for them not to have tested this out like five times at least, I'd be shocked to hear that they didn't. Well, no, obviously they didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, what the answer here is, but even when the pyro did go off, did you see where it went off? Like it went, it wasn't even pyro. It's something we call a flashbang, by the way, a flashbang makes this huge percussion bang and smoke will come with it. And they have a light strobe that hits it. So it makes it look like it's actually fire, but it's not really fire. I used to have it in my entrance. That's the reason I know this shit. Um, And it looks like fire, but I swear to God, it's not really fire. It's an orange light hitting that, this smoke bomb, if you will, that makes a big bang percussions uh, noise. And they did those, but they were like around the perimeter, like around the padded floor area. Uh, you know what I mean? First, the sparklers went off and like, like you can't even call those like a cane entrance pyro for the all four corners of the ring. It, it was like if Gilbert did the cane in ring gimmick where he lowers his arms and then all the four posts get up on fire. They didn't even do that. They, they went up in sparklers. But then there was another bang around the outside perimeter of the padded floor area, which I didn't understand why. Like, even if that was supposed to go off, what was that supposed to look like? And you're right. The ring should have collapsed. Right. That would have been cool. I'm going to put you guys on the spot real quick. We were talking about AEW taking shots at WWE. Do we get some kind of rib tomorrow on nope. Raw about not directly them saying AEW? Do we get, like, somebody's power goes off accidentally and or something happens? No. I, the reason I say no is because WWE, Vince will always understand this lesson. It's where I got it from. When you're number one, you don't ever talk about number two. Sure. Ever. Yeah, acknowledging them if they did. Okay, it's some serious Don type shit here, guys. Like, like to right. this day, they have not acknowledged him outside of Triple H mentioning him at the Hall of Fame. Well, Sami Zayn had a promo as well. Yes, but that was right when they got started. Right, like, you know, and and that wasn't authorized. Okay, now I want to be clear. I don't mean them. I don't expect. It's like when CM Punk lost his first UFC fight. They had a spot in a match that was exactly the way that CM Punk <laughs> lost. Backfist. So they're not saying anything. And you know they do mention CM Punk sometimes. So I'm just saying in a veiled way that only the hardcores right. will pick. I say yes. I think we're going to get some kind of promo mishap. The only happens. reason no, because because then he's they're giving them light to a company. CM Punk right. don't work for another company, right? right? So they can get away with that and or that make it fun of news. Brock Lesnar when Brock uh, lost to Frank Mir. Even like they 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 could they could do little things like that because right. they're not at another company as their competition. Do you know what I mean? Their individual yeah. talents that no longer work there. It's different. Yeah, I don't well, know. I hope they do because I, I want AW to be good <laughs> and get some, you know, get some pub. That was the end yeah. of the pay per view, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of negativity, but a lot of attendance here. You guys are very passionate about this, which is good. Yeah. Wait, well, wait, 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 hang on, hang on. I've got to read this. Chris Pantaleo, Dollar 99 Super Chat. <laughs> Matt, I saw Kenny at Home Depot. <laughs> 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 the MVP of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Witted said, can we get MJF away from Jericho? He was better Please. on his own. I agree. Okay, so I wanted to say that earlier, Raj, but I didn't want to go into a can of worm disagreement with you on this because it'll take forever to get out of it. But I just, I, I agree with this. I thought he was better by himself. Okay. He got more time to talk and he wasn't sharing the mic with Chris and everybody else around him in the inner circle. He had yeah. more time. Yeah. I, I don't I agree with you. I don't think this is elevating him like it should. Like he's already there. God, he's so good. Uh jeez. 
I, How do I say this? Lemmeld Trucker. Lemmeld DJ Trucker Lemmeusorel. Good job. Okay. Something like that. I don't know. We'll take it. This is a brand new company. This is a brand new company. It's about growth. They will make their mistakes. True wrestling fans know this. How about start your own company and get on a network? See how well y'all do. Whoa. Dear Mr. Who Got His Little Feelings Hurt Because We Made Fun of Your Company, you obviously don't watch a show. We put him over like Rover every time. And if we're going to do this the right way, we back the bus over everybody the way we do about WWE when they screw up. All right. My friends work for the company. Are they your friends that work there? Are those your friends that put their own money in this company? No, they won't even know your name, let alone could spell your name. Okay. These are my boys. I don't like talking about them this way, but it is what it is. I get paid to be on this show and be honest. And that was the drizzling shit. And they got to be called out for it. Sorry, your feelings were hurt. Yeah, but I'm not really. All right. Cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> T-Bar just tweeted, tune into an explosive Monday night raw tomorrow night. That tweet was better than the ending of tonight. T-Bar, T-Bar's got a solid Twitter game. Yeah, yeah. That's his character. Is he kind of trolls people and he makes mention of all the insider stuff that we're not supposed to know about. So he's very funny on Twitter. All right. Uh, JJ is saying, I enjoyed everything but the end. Uh, I feel like people are too critical of AEW, even on the little details. This show's been on for a year. Give them a break. I think it's the opposite. Um, I think AEW is usually handled with kitty gloves. So, I think this show's yeah. living proof that if a show goes badly, it doesn't matter what promotion it is, there is going to be a pretty identical reaction in terms of whether people like or hate it. There's, I don't think there's any protecting AEW right now. I mean, I do what agree is that going people on with the connection here tonight. I just think people love AEW, but I don't think people are going to give it a pass. And this is living proof. Right. Yeah. I mean, we always stand biased. There are other people and other journalists that clearly there are certain ways that they lean. But I feel like. uh, Call them out, Raj. Call them out, Raj. Come on. I'll back you up. (laughs) (laughs) We know who. But there are certain people that definitely have a bias. And and it's not us. We call it. We call it like we see it. Virtuoso. With the two dollar super chat saying, "I've I've got better explosions at gender reveal parties." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Read that, virtuoso. <laughs> uh, Peter Bahi saying the ending was a sharpie to Gilbert's fireworks. Yeah. Uh, Pumpkinhead Neo Kara and Neo Akira saying maybe it's AEW's random ha- hacker. T Bar again, Bear Hudson saying T Bar just tweeted, "Tune into an explosive night rod tomorrow night." Tweet was better than tonight, and there we go. All right, wow, lively show. So, if you had to grade it, what do you think, Matt? Mm. Can I take the finish out of it? No, no, it's the totality. C plus. That's a good grade. I, this is reminding me of like my high school report cards. You get, I'd get A's in just about everything, and I got an F in chemistry. This is what this was like. It was like <laughs> A throughout, and the final segment was an F, and that brought it down to about a C. I would give this show a C. I'd give it, uh, for AEW standards, this was their worst pay-per-view, in my opinion, yet. So that would be an F for their standards. But as far as my viewing pleasure, I'd say it was like a C-. minus. You know, 
like it was still fun. I did not feel like my night was wasted. I wasn't mad. The, no, the ending sucked. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't like the ending then sucked because it was so dumb. It was because it was botched. Right. And, uh, and that know. match itself was really good. I don't like hardcore matches like that. Same. I like their I like their story they told. Tonight. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. This is a legitimate blooper. Like that Shockmaster talk. That's what it's going to be associated with. And what people are probably going to forget is how good this match was leading up. This is a good match leading up to that terrible yeah. finish. But that's what it's all awesome going to be associated match. with. This was a flawless match. Yeah, it was, it was so good. So like that, that first 10 minutes, because you knew it was going to be 30 minutes long. So I was not looking forward to that. But that first 10 minutes flew by. And by the time they started teasing that the ring was about to explode, I didn't feel like that was 30 minutes. Me neither. All right. What was that? What was that? Um, it's my bat line. It's like the. Uh, oh, that's a phone? Is yeah. that our signal? The news. The news that's, is going on. That's the alert that this podcast <laughs> is going to blow up in two minutes. So we have to get out of here. Uh, Bear Hudson saying, Do you think Moxie's run as AEW champion has been a disaster? No. He's not the champion, though. What do you mean? Yeah. And it was I not mean, until he lost it. Let me ask you this. You, you saw the Observer Awards, right? Yeah. Uh, so Moxley was wrestler of the year. Maybe that's what he's referring to. I don't know. No, I thought it was a good reign. I mean, he was unstoppable. He had great matches. The Eddie Kingston thing got him over. I, I mean, it's a really good run. How long has Roman Reigns been doing his heel character here? Since August. Since August. But to be fair, so is Eddie Kingston. Like he's been doing his, uh, he won best talker and mm-hmm. he's only been doing it since September. Like he, so he did one promo. In, I would in, have given that to Roman, honestly. Same. And I, I, I don't give two shits about who wins wrestler of the year on, in no. the Observer, but there is a bias that that does of go on. Of course, there is. Everybody knows that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's you guys have anything uh, on that note? <laughs> Sending shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll just keep going. Okay. Uh, lacking gog god name. Uh, I'm happy AEW could make make worse climax of signing by having a swerve and it being Big Show come out as a, to, to turn heel and say he was the... Oh, uh, I think... I thought that was going to happen. I thought that was going to happen, actually. If the Big Show was going to come out and say he was the, the signee. Yeah, he's the signee and sick of being blah, 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 blah. He's going to be the champion, blah, 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 blah. Um. Yeah. You know what, though? Back to what we were saying about the, about them being biased. I'm happy they're biased because I like AEW. That's my favorite show. So if they get hooked up, I'm good. I like it. <laughs> to, that big, to, to that big show point, uh, AEW did register for the trademark for Captain Insano, which was a big show alter ego. So yeah. some people thought that that might be the surprise, which would have been worse Tony than the Khan ending of the show. He's not going to piss on no. <laughs> the fans' trust yet with, yeah. with something like that. Bobby Brand saying, if Kingston would have improvised and got up and showed a sigh of relief, it would have been a better, a better payoff at the end. Yeah, that was. Sure. But in his defense, guys, again, his head was down like this. So he's assuming everything's going the way it's supposed to go by listening. As far as pay-per-view endings go, uh, that has to be the worst. Uh, God dang it. In recent memory. Uh, since Hell in a Cell. That's what I think. Hang on really quick. Is this worse than Jeff Hardy being messed up in the ring versus Sting and them calling an audible? 
No, no, that no. was that was terrible. Especially for human reasons, because like somebody's actual life was in danger. I wouldn't say I wouldn't put it above that, but I would put it at the level of top five worst finishes in pay per view history since I've been alive watching wrestling. Yeah. So this was so it, it wasn't worse than that for sure. Yeah, it wasn't worse than that. Okay. But you know, like uh, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins, that was really bad. Hell in Cell, where he. They ha- in the Hell in the Cell is a DQ. He pulled out a toolbox. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Bray Wyatt matches because the the Undertaker one with the maggots on the screen. That was the yeah. Randy Orton one, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, finally, Isaac Shankman saying, Tony Khan in the post-media scrum saying, what are we supposed to do? Actually blow them up? If you don't want to do the explosion, don't do the match. Exactly. What? What? Why the fuck are you selling that match if... If you're not going to have the special effects. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought Tony Khan said the second part too. If you don't want to do the explosion. No, no he just said the oh, first part. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought, cause I was confused too. I didn't know why Tony Khan would say that second part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. So. Well, no, you don't, but, 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 but the pyrotechnics were much bigger than the, with them just hitting one of the ropes early in the yeah, match. They were. And, oh, so and they, there was also an exploding barbed wire bat that had bigger pyro. That was that. really well done by the yeah. way. Yeah. Are we yeah. out of super jets? Yes, we I, are. I think, I think that is it. Okay. Well, this has been fun. You guys got anything to plug Matt? Yeah, I got my bed to blow. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, uh, Raj. No, no, I'm all good. All right. Follow me on Twitter at This Is Nasty. Follow my coverage on Forbes, everybody. Thank you so much. And we'll see you Wednesday or Monday. Mizarks. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.